Exodus 30, 11 through 31. The Lord also spoke to Moses, saying, When you take a census of the sons of Israel to count them, then each one of them shall give a ransom for himself to the Lord when you count them, so that there will be no plague among them when you count them. This is what everyone who is counted shall give, half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The shekel is twenty geras, half a shekel as a contribution to the Lord. Everyone who is counted, from twenty years old and over, shall give the contribution to the Lord. The rich shall not pay more, and the poor shall not pay less than the half shekel when you give the contribution to the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. And you shall take the atonement money from the sons of Israel, and give it for the service of the tent of meeting, so that it may be a memorial for the sons of Israel before the Lord, to make atonement for yourselves. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also make a basin of bronze, with its base of bronze, for washing, and you shall put it between the tent of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet from it. When they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water, so that they do not die. Or when they approach the altar to minister, by offering up in smoke a fire sacrifice to the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and their feet, so that they do not die and it shall be a permanent statute for them, for Aaron and his descendants throughout their generations. Moreover, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take also for yourself the finest of spices, of liquid myrrh, five hundred shekels, and of fragrant cinnamon, half as much, two hundred and fifty, and of fragrant cane, two hundred and fifty, and of cassia, five hundred, according to the shekel of the sanctuary and of olive oil a hin. You shall make from these a holy anointing oil, a fragrant mixture of ointments, the work of a perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil, and you shall anoint the tent of meeting with it, and the ark of the testimony, and the table and all its utensils, and the lampstand and its utensils, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering, and all the utensils, and the basin and its stand. You shall also consecrate them, so that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them shall be holy. And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them, so that they may serve as priests to me. Furthermore, you shall speak to the sons of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy anointing oil to me throughout your generations. It shall not be poured on anyone's body, nor shall you make any like it in the same proportions. It is holy, and it shall be holy to you. Whoever mixes any like it, or whoever puts any of it on a layman, shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take for yourself spices, stacti, anica, galbanum, spices, and pure frankincense. There shall be an equal part of each. You shall make incense from it all, a skillful mixture, the work of a perfumer, salted, pure, and holy. And you shall crush some of it very fine, and put part of it in front of the testimony in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you, 
it shall be most holy to you. And the incense which you shall make, you shall not make in the same proportions for yourselves. It shall be holy to you for the Lord. Whoever makes any like it to use as a perfume shall be cut off from his people. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of craftsmanship, to create artistic designs for work in gold, in silver, and in bronze, and in the cutting of stones for settings, and in the carving of wood, so that he may work in all kinds of craftsmanship. And behold, I myself have appointed with him Oholiab, the son of Ahizamach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all who are skillful I have put skill, so that they may make everything that I have commanded you, the tent of meeting, the ark of testimony, the atoning cover that is on it, and all the furniture of the tent, the tables and its utensils, the pure gold lampstand with all its utensils, and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the basin and its stand, the woven garments as well, the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his sons, with which to carry out their priesthood, the anointing oil also, the fragrant incense for the holy place, they are to make them according to everything that I have commanded you. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Now as for you, speak to the sons of Israel, saying, You must keep my Sabbaths, for this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, so that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Therefore you are to keep the Sabbath, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it must be put to death, for whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from among his people. For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there is a Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. So the sons of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, to celebrate the Sabbath throughout their generations as a permanent covenant. It is a sign between me and the sons of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, but on the seventh day he ceased from labor, and was refreshed. When he had finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moses the two tablets of the testimony, tablets of stone, written by the finger of God. Mark 13 As he was going out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look, what wonderful stones, and what wonderful buildings! And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another which will not be torn down. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew were questioning him privately. Tell us. When will these things come about, and what will be the sign when all these things are going to be fulfilled? And Jesus began to say to them, See to it that no one misleads you. Many will come in my name, saying, 
I am he, and they will mislead many. When you hear of wars, and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Those things must take place. But that is not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will also be famines. These things are only the beginning of birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will hand you over to the courts, and you will be flogged in the synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations. And when they arrest you and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given to you at that time, for you are not the one speaking, but it is the Holy Spirit. And brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. And children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by everyone because of my name, but it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. Now, when you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down nor go in to get anything out of his house. And whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. But woe to those women who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Moreover, pray that it will not happen in winter. For those days will be such a time of tribulation as has not occurred since the beginning of creation which God created until now, and never will again. And if the Lord had not shortened those days, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, whom he chose, he shortened those days. And then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Christ, or Look, here he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise, and will provide signs and wonders in order to mislead, if possible, the elect. But beware, I have told you everything in advance. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and then he will send forth the angels, and will gather together his elect from the four winds, and from the end of the earth to the end of heaven. Now learn the parable from the fig tree. As soon as its branch has become tender and sprouts its leaves, you know that summer is near. So you too, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near, right at the door. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. But about that day, or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Watch out, stay alert, for you do not know when the appointed time is. It is like a man away on a journey, who upon leaving his house and putting his slaves in charge, assigning to each one his task, also commanded the doorkeeper to stay alert. Therefore, stay alert. 
for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening, at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, so that he does not come suddenly and find you asleep. What I say to you, I say to all, stay alert. Romans 6 What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? Far from it. How shall we who have died to sin still live in it? Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him, in order that our body of sin might be done away with, so that we would no longer be slaves to sin, for the one who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is never to die again, death no longer is master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all time. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. So you too, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, sin is not to reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lusts, and do not go on presenting the parts of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who are alive from the dead, and your body's parts as instruments of righteousness for God. For sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Are we to sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Far from it. Do you not know that the one to whom you present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of that same one whom you obey, either sin resulting in death, or of obedience resulting in righteousness? But thanks be to God, though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were entrusted, and after being freed from sin, you became slaves to righteousness. I am speaking in human terms, because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented the parts of your body as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, resulting in further lawlessness, so now present your body's parts as slaves to righteousness, resulting in sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in relation to righteousness. Therefore, what benefit were you then deriving from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the outcome of those things is death. But now, having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit, resulting in sanctification, and the outcome eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gracious gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord.
Proverbs 15, 1 through 11. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge pleasant, but the mouth of fools spouts foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good. A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. A fool rejects his father's discipline, but he who complies with rebuke is sensible. Great wealth is in the house of the righteous, but trouble is in the income of the wicked. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, but the hearts of fools are not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves the one who pursues righteousness. There is severe punishment for one who abandons the way. One who hates a rebuke will die. Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of mankind. Psalm 32 How blessed is he whose wrongdoing is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is a person whose guilt the Lord does not take into account, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away. Through my groaning all day long, for day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality failed as the dry heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my guilt. I said, I will confess my wrongdoings to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you in a time when you may be found. Certainly, in a flood of great waters, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You keep me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will advise you with my eye upon you. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, whose trappings include bit and brittle to hold them in check. Otherwise, they will not come near to you. The sorrows of the wicked are many, but the one who trusts in the Lord, goodness will surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart.